This is Running Thoughts. My name is Glenn Gould, and this podcast is dedicated to the idea that you and I and everyone should have an inspired life. Part of that inspired life is to have a business or work that you do that inspires you, that brings you joy, and that serves others and thereby brings them joy as well. Um, This episode is a little bit delayed. It is an episode that I planned on recording several weeks ago when I started this series about problems. But boy, I never imagined that the uh, problems that we would have in just a couple of short weeks. Uh, You'd have to be under a rock to not know at this point in time about the coronavirus in our country and our world and the uh, things that have happened because of it. This, at this point in time, um, pretty much everywhere in the United States anyway is uh, shut down uh, with the exception of essential businesses. The roads are pretty much empty. Uh, You can't go into a restaurant to eat. You can't gather with more than 10 people. And we're going to be doing this for an extended period of time. Uh, The new uh, announcement was recently that all the way through April, and this is the end of March. So we've got some really big problems that we can delve into. I didn't didn't imagine for a second that um, the types of problems that would happen are the ones that we're facing now. I really kind of thought that we would have your typical, you know, interesting problems, but problems that aren't insurmountable. And I'm not saying this one is either, but I am saying that uh, one of the things that I said in the previous podcast was there's not a single problem in the world that somebody else hasn't already solved. And yeah, we're now at the point where some countries have solved this coronavirus, but uh, not to the extent of to where it's gone, and certainly not to the extent of the United States where we have uh, basically shut down our economic engine, and our social engine for that matter. So I'd like to talk to you a little bit about how uh, this problem is really not unique. It's just another problem. It's just another thing to be solved, and great American and uh, international minds will solve it. And when they do, we'll all be grateful and we'll all be better for it. But uh, Norman Vincent Peale used to have this thing he did on stage, I've been told. I never saw it personally, but I've always been intrigued by it. Uh, he He would look up at the heavens and he would hold his arms up and he would say, Lord, don't you love me anymore? You haven't given me a nice, juicy problem in days. How about a nice, big, juicy problem just to let me know that you're there? And sure enough, the Lord would always deliver. And I don't know if that's uh, uh, true that the Lord delivers problems to us, but I do know he allows us to have them. And I do know that we're facing some right now. I'd be very curious to know how you're handling uh, the experience that you're going through with the coronavirus with uh, your business, with your personal life. Um, I was driving in this morning to my work. We're considered an essential business. And um, as I drove by, I couldn't help but notice a couple of people who were in their own car all by themselves wearing masks. And I don't know what the purpose of that would be. I know that I find those masks extremely uncomfortable. There are times when I have to wear them when I go into places uh, for our business, and um, I don't enjoy them at all. I can't imagine just wearing it all day, every day, uh, just because you feel like you need to. And what's really interesting is that (laughs) 
and I don't know, I mean, you know, maybe somebody will comment below and tell me, but um, I've been told those masks don't work. I've been told that really the purpose of the mask is to protect those around you, not you. That um, if you're going to get the virus, you're going to get it whether you had that mask on or not. I, I don't know if that's true or not. It would seem to me it wouldn't be. It would seem to me the mask would help, but I, I don't know the answer. And um, But I, I've noticed over the past week that a lot more people are taking this very, very seriously. And this is something that I really would like to delve into in discussing these problems. Because problems have the nature of growing, uh, just like everything else does, whatever you focus on will tend to expand. And so if you focus on a problem, it will expand. And in my previous episode, I talked about how I talked to everybody about my problem. And that means that they got a part of the problem and they could relate it to a problem they had and there the problem expands. And these problems get bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where sometimes we allow problems to get out of control. And there's really, the momentum on them is, is almost impossible to stop. And I think that's part of what's going on with the coronavirus. When they first announced that they were going to start and suspend school, uh, for the first week or so, people were still on the road. You saw a lot of cars on the road, people still going to work. The kids were at home, but you know, if you weren't out before 8 o'clock in the morning, you didn't really notice a change in the traffic. But then, after the first week, they started talking about certain areas of the country were shutting down. And you could notice that there were a lot more people who were staying home just by the traffic on the road. And at that time, I recorded a video, and it's on my Facebook page, uh, Glenn Gould, uh, Speaker Glenn Gould on Facebook, or Glenn Gould on Facebook if you're one of my friends. And in it, I described how this particular situation is very similar to when we went through Hurricane Charlie in 2004 and the aftermath of it. And one of the things that really starts to happen is when some people see that other people are staying home, they're going to start staying home. And it's kind of a domino effect, more and more people. And today, 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm looking out at what is typically a very busy highway, Highway 74 South in uh, Peachtree City, Georgia. And I've seen one or two cars drive down the road in the past five, 10 minutes. Almost nobody out on the road. Uh, there, we have a very busy car wash across the street from us. I haven't seen a single car go in it today, even though they're open. And that's just indicative of what's going on. It, it has that domino effect of once people start realizing that other people are taking a situation seriously, well, they have a tendency to take it more seriously. And the only way that's going to change is when people start to see or hear that other people are going back to work are believing that the crisis is over and we if you if you read or listen to any of the data it's not over yet that is for sure but uh, one of the things that i discovered in the recovery of hurricane charlie and during the, the storm is just how confused you are when you're in a crisis you really have no idea how confused you are when you're in a crisis. I'll give an example. I did this in my video, but um, after the storm hit and left, uh, you walk outside and you really don't know what to do. You've never been in that situation before. And it took me three days to realize that television is called television because it used to be televised. It went across the airwaves. And I had a van, a conversion van with a television in my conversion van with an antenna and I could pick up television. 
It took me three days to realize that I could watch television in my van. The saddest thing is it took me those same three days to realize, hey, I got a full tank of gas and I've got air conditioning in my van. It was August in Florida and it was very, very hot. And um, I removed the front door of our house so that we could get airflow because I could, and I propped up a screen for a door that I found that had blown in my yard. And uh, that's how we lived for 28 days without power. And it took me three days to realize I could at least sit in my car and cool off or my van and cool off. It took me seven days to really come to the grips with the idea that I, I did have a store less than 10 miles away from my house that I could go to and be in air conditioning all the time. It was unaffected by the storm. And what's really strange is I still never slept there. I chose to sleep at home in the heat, 28 days, no power, no water, just because you're confused. You don't really know how confused you are until you have the luxury of looking back on it. But one of the things that I do think that we have to do with this problem and with every problem is to look beyond the end of the problem, look beyond where we are today with the problem and say, okay, things are going to be different when this is over. And how am I going to approach this new and different world once this is over? You know, people aren't going to go back to life as normal. People keep talking about how they just want to get back to normal. The vast majority of people won't go back to normal because normal doesn't exist anymore. Those were habits that they were in. They were habits that they were used to. And those habits are going to change. There's going to be new habits. Now, they may be very, very similar, but we get very much into a routine as human beings and we get into patterns that really are hard to break. And once they've been broken like this, they're very difficult to return to. So if you have um, things that you want to get back to, I would urge you to consider just going ahead and adopting a new routine. This morning, uh, Grant and I, my son, for the first time in quite a while on a Monday morning, we actually ran. We've been walking, but we actually got out and ran this morning. We tried to run the same route we used to run and everything's changed. I, I know it sounds crazy in a little neighborhood, but the cars, the, the traffic pattern has changed. The people are coming and going when uh, we, used, we used to not see them has changed. Uh, we're, our bodies have changed. We haven't been running as much. Um, just, just a lot of different things that have changed that make it almost impossible for us to go back to the exact same routine and route that we were running. And as it turns out, we ended up modifying it a little bit and getting our run in, but you have to realize that now is the time to start to build those routines that you want to be a part of your life because once everything is clear, you're gonna be confused again. You're not gonna know how to act. And this is the perfect time in a crisis, the perfect time for you to start to say, okay, what do I really want to adopt in my life? I've got time, I've got the ability to put it into, into motion. I've got the ability to create these habits what do I want in my life? Because for the next four weeks anyway in my area, we're not gonna be doing a whole lot. Uh, there's nothing to do on the weekends. You can't go out for entertainment. You can't go out for dining. Uh, many of the parks are closing because they don't have personnel to keep them clean. And uh, they aren't able to handle the onslaught of people showing up because they have nothing to do. And so now's a perfect time to address problems that you've had in the past, problems you predict will happen in the future, and get ahead of them and start to create some uh, patterns and some habits and some routines that will serve you well so that once this crisis is over, you're already on your way. Uh, the worst thing you can do right now is do nothing.
If you sit and do nothing, once the crisis is over, it'll just take you that much longer to get back on track and to start having some positive things happen in your life. So get out there now, take a pen, a piece of paper, write down the things you want in your life and start to identify how you might go about them. Even if you can't do it right now, you can at least put into motion the plans. And we know that uh, you know once it's planned, then we have a much better chance of making it a reality. So hopefully that'll be inspiring to you today in this coronavirus crisis and that uh, you'll get out there and uh, try to find a way to make something good out of this situation. And one way is to do this. And I know we have to do our social distancing, but just do something nice for somebody. Hold a door open or, or wave to somebody that you don't normally wave at. Um, just you know, call somebody you haven't called in a while. Do something to inspire somebody because everybody needs some inspiration right now. And most importantly, when you do, you'll end up inspiring yourself. Have a great day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and stay positive. Bye now.